Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. This is your host, Bad Luck Chuck. We're back at it again with another episode of Kingdom Cast. Leading up to this Thursday's big event of the 2022 NFL Draft in Vegas. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. Before we get into everything, I'd like to introduce the panel. Top right-hand corner is my guy, Country. What up? Bottom bot right-hand of the screen is our homegirl, Kylie. What's up? And then we bring back another special guest from the KC Sports Network, but you guys know him on the field a lot more anyway. So uh, this guy is a man of many things. Uh, he's known as Just Justradamus. He's known for his predictions. He's pretty accurate with that. Um, he's a co-owner of Cookie Society, like some of the best cookies in the world. You know, yes, his wife facts, holds facts. Down. Speak and on then, it. Uh, <laughs> he suited up for the Kansas City Chiefs for six years. Um, he's an eight-year NFL pro. We welcome back Jeff Allen to the show. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to talking about the draft a little bit and um, getting to know you guys. Nice to meet you, Kylie. I, you weren't on the last show. No, Bad it's luck. great Bad. to meet you. Chuck, Chuck, you got to change that name, man. Come on, man. It's all <laughs> it's all good vibes, man. No bad luck, you know? Yeah, I'm thinking about changing it soon, man. I mean, it was a great run, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, and if anybody got any problems with it, you address Jeff. Because Jeff uh, just said change the name. You got to change it, man. It's good luck, Chuck, now, man. You good luck now. Dude, I think I'll probably do that on the next episode. So, yeah, <laughs> we get that popping. <laughs> So yeah, um, so yeah, Jeff, you didn't meet Kylie because Kylie, she's been the um, new addition to our squad. You know, she's like the MVP ever since she's been here. You know, so Kylie 4K, that's what we call. It. Stop. Hey, hey, <laughs> she out here carrying no. the team. <laughs> hey. oh, not even. <laughs> God. So so no, so Jeff, I'm just grateful to be here. Awesome. So Jeff, we're uh, two days out from the draft. Um. Okay, let's let's start from the beginning. Uh, end of end of the school year, end of end of the college year. Um, when do you start prepping for the combine? Oh, you start prepping for that thing after that last snap. As soon as that quarter, <laughs> that that whistle blow, you get on the plane going to wherever you're training. So our, our last game was um, we played in Cali in San Francisco, and then right after that game, I got on the plane and went down to. Um, where was it? Um, I went down to Florida, right outside Tampa, to IMG Academy, and I started training. I was in a – our class was deep, man. We had a good class. I was down there with um, Russell Wilson, um, Luke Keekley, Bobby Wagner, Kirk Cousins. Like, we had a, a special group, man. It was a really good group of guys. So all, all, the famous, all the famous. I'm not one of those guys, but it was a blessing to be around those dudes. Yeah, that was some big-time names right That's there, man. Yeah, Some good names, man. For real. I know I'm missing a few guys, man, but um, you know, it's tough to remember some things sometimes. <laughs> you have been hit a couple of times. That was the football joke, man. It's just getting old. <laughs> <laughs> so um you go to IMG, which is uh amazing. Uh yeah. IMG's still going today, isn't it? Yeah, it's in Bradenton. It was in Bradenton, Florida. Um it used to just be like a tennis academy. So it was just kids playing tennis. And then they kind of diversified and branched out. They got a football team now, basketball. And I compare it to like X-Men. Remember the, the, the house with Xavier, <laughs> Professor X? Yeah. The I mean, house is gifted. Yeah. Man, these kids are gifted, man. They like mutants. So going down there and seeing how these guys are prepping 
and, and getting ready. That's why guys are, are ready right out of high school now. They, they're going to you know prep schools like this, and they're coming and making an impact as freshmen, and then going right into the league and making an impact. So guys are getting better and better, and it's making hard making it hard for guys you know not to be pros early on. Yeah. So how, how long do you train there before the combine? That's uh, yeah. I was down. I was down there from from January until you know rookie minicamp. So I was down there pretty much for almost seven months training. Um, I prepped for the senior bowl, went to the senior bowl, did that, came right back, kept training for the combine, went did the combine, went right back, started training for rookie minicamp, did rookie minicamp, and went back and started training for training camp. So it's a long can, process. Can you break down the senior bowl a little bit? You, you, you're invited to the senior bowl? Yeah, you get invited. So I actually was um, like a late addition. I got invited to the East-West Shrine game. Mm-hmm. Um, but after talking to my agent and consulting with him, he was like, you know, you're not really going to gain much from going down there. You're, this is where you're slated to get drafted. You know, if you go down there and dominate, and then that's what you're supposed to do. But if you go have a bad day, then you could possibly slide. So I was like, well, I'm competitive. I was like, I want to go. He's like, nah, you know, make a business decision. So I was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off. I'm, I'm not going to do it, you know, again. I'm not going to do the East-West Shrine. I, I didn't think I was going to play any, any game, but then someone got hurt the senior bowl. And they gave me a call, and I was a late addition. I got there a day later, and that was one of the best things that I did. That I was probably slated to go in like the fourth or fifth round, but now I went to the senior bowl and I dominated. Um, that's they had questions about my my um, size, so they thought I was only a tackle. When I went down there, I played a lot of guard and center, dominated that position, and that's where they started talking about me going possibly late first round, second round, and went to the combine, carried that momentum over, and had a good combine. So, so senior bowl can boost you way more than the East. Is is that still the same? Or yeah, I would say I, I I would say it's probably still the same because there's there's more competition there. Um, it just depends on who you are and where you are, and, and probably the draft rankings. For me, I was a guy that was kind of like a mid round guy, and there was a lot of mid round guys at the at the East West trying to possibly undrafted guys. So it was like you're gonna probably be a mid round guy anyway if you go down there and dominate. So. You might as well hope that you get the invitation, you know, to the to the senior bowl where there's better competition where guys are projected as, you know, first and second round picks. Yeah. So is, that is, the, senior, is the senior bowl like the uh cream of the crop basically as yeah. far as like least, getting evaluated? Definitely. At least when I was coming out, that was the game that you wanted to be in. That was the game where, you know, I mean years past that guys were going first round. I mean those were where you wanted to go down there and show what you could do against, you know, guys in the SEC. I mean, I was going one-on-one every day against uh, Melvin Ingram. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, having tough. battles having battles with him. Um, I mean, guys like, I mean, Quentin Copels. I mean, he's not in the league anymore, but he was a, a top top pick. I mean, so those From Indy, right? Um, he went to the Colts for No, nah, he went to the Jets, I think. He, won, he may have played for Indy at one point, but he got drafted by the Jets. He went to North Carolina. Was a high pick. Um, played a, one of my old teammates, Jay Howard from the University of Florida. I was battling him every day. So it was a lot yeah. of talented guys down there. Um, you know, at least on the team that I was on, that you practice against every day. The game isn't really important. You know, <laughs> that's just like a dress rehearsal. Like, God, they're not evaluating you that much on the game. They're watching you every day in practice, watching you in the meeting rooms. You're getting coached by a coaching staff from the NFL. Um, so, you know, they're reporting to each other and you're doing interviews while you're there. So 
they're seeing you live and up close and, and trying to see if you can fit into their organizations. And and, and an entire time, even even college, like your junior, senior season, that entire process is evaluation. I mean, your head coach is, is, is talking to these coaches and these scouts about you and your habits as a, as a young man. And then you go to all these different evaluations, whether it be the senior bowl, East-West Shrine, Combine, um, you know, team visits, all of these are evaluations and they're doing their due diligence to make sure they pick the right guy. So, so hey, at the senior bowl, oh, go ahead, Carlin, go ahead. Now, so you go through the combine, you head to the senior bowl. Is there, you're just having fun? Like what, how do you handle that pressure? I mean, oh, I feel no, like, I'm not having fun. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was stressful. That's stressful. But that, listen, man, like, like it was one of the most stressful times of my life because it was like, no matter what you do and no matter who you are, when you're faced with like a moment like that, and you've been waiting all your life for you. Like, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Like the, the entire time you just, but that's why it's so important, especially when you're young to figure out how to, to mentally, you know, strengthen yourself. That's, that's, it's not, it's 90% mental, 10% physical. I, I really mean that. Like you really mentally have to be able to go through the rigors of say, for instance, like the combine, for instance, you get down there and you do all these tests, you get poked and cried at by doctors. Um, I was at the hospital for 18 hours. I got every MRI, every X-ray that you could get. Like they take you to a hospital and, and scan your body. And I was one of those guys that got medically flagged because the day before, when you're in a room surrounded by all these doctors and all these different organizations, you're in the middle of a room. There's like a, you know, like one of those tables you get massaged on, like a doctor lays you down and they start stretching you out, pulling you and tapping you with things and screaming out stuff. You don't know what it means. And everyone's writing with their notes. You can hit a pen to pad. And then you go to the hospital and like, okay, the Jets want to see, you know, what your hip looked like or, the Chiefs want to know what your knee looks like. Oh, you looked a little bit stiff here. Let's look at your back. And you're getting every MRI you can think of, every x-ray you can think of. So I was there for 18 hours. And then the Jeez. very, very next day, I get I get back to my room and I have to get up, you know, four hours later for a drug test. <laughs> I get a drug, I get a drug test, and, and I have to go from the drug test um straight to psyche valves. So you're doing like, you know, all these different. You do IQ tests, you do um, personality tests. Um, they want to know if you're crazy. They ask you questions like one of the questions they asked, which I figured out later why they asked it was, do you like Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory? I was like, that's a weird ass question. Yes. There's like usually people that like that question, like psychedelics, that like Willy Wonka, like psychedelics because they like trippy stuff and they, they like drugs. I was like, oh, that's what that question was for. But like, and then even the interview process, they ask you off the wall questions, personal things, um, just to see how you're going to react. It's just, uh, it, it's way more mental than physical. And then after all of that, you finally get on the field and run your 40 and do the drills and stuff. Like after you do all that mess. How are you not exhausted? Right. How are you not exhausted by then? This is the first day. No, that, no, that's not all the first days. So that, it's like a, oh, um, okay. I forget the exact number of days. I think it's, I want to say the combine is like three days, three or four. I don't remember that. It was a whirlwind. Like <laughs> it, it's one of those processes, a long process, but you're doing a lot of stuff each day, every single day. Like every day is dedicated to something different. 
Um, but they're they're putting you through the ring of their entire time. And then once they put you through all that mental crap, they're going to physically test you. Like, and that's wow. when you're doing the bench press. That's when you're going out and vertical jumping. You're doing broad jump. You're running the 40. You're doing position drills. Um, at the very end of all of that interview process, after all the physical tests, after all of the, you know, psychological tests, all those different things that you did before actually going out there and do what you were supposed to do and play football. Man, so wow. that's a very serious process. Very serious. Yeah, process. yeah, yeah. It's a it's yeah. a very serious process, and like it's a, it's a critical process because it can make or break you. I mean, you've heard a lot of guys get taken off of draft boards because they're medical. Guys have things mm-hmm. that they didn't even know about or things that they were hiding. Um, mentally, it may be a guy that go in there in the meeting room that can't draw up a play or you know can't speak terminology, don't know football. Maybe a great athlete, but I can't draft this guy because he's not going to be able to pick up the playbook. Um, you got to be equally as smart as physically gifted to be a professional athlete, and that's that's why it's the top of the top. So, so Jeff, at this point, have you had between Senior Bowl Combine, have you had any contact with the Chiefs at this point? No, nah, I didn't hear from the Chiefs at all. That's the crazy, right? Like I didn't hear throughout the entire I didn't, I didn't hear anything from the Chiefs at all. I thought I was getting drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. I got told wow. by the Cowboys I was going to get drafted by them in the second round if I was there. Um, but we got to the draft and they ended up trading. They, tra- they traded their second round pick to move up in the first, and they drafted um, Mo Claiborne. I was really excited to come to Dallas because that's where my wife is from. I was like, man, that'd be cool. But then they traded. I was like, I'm not going there. So after that was off the table. Um, I knew like um, the Dolphins was a possibility for me. Um, I knew that New Orleans was a possibility, but those are the only three teams that I thought, you know, I knew for sure that were interested in drafting me. Outside of that, it was like, like Miami was on the clock. I was like, oh, they didn't pick me. I don't know where I'm going. They were like the, I think they were the 34th pick, like the second pick in the second round. And luckily I got a call from Kansas City while Miami was on the clock. And I thought it was Miami, but it ended up being the Chiefs. So I was like, damn, like, I thought I was going to Miami. <laughs> I'm going to Kansas City. Um, but um, honest honest to God, like, it's the best thing that could ever happen to me. Kansas City is a great city. A lot of people don't know about it. It's a hidden gem. I hope it stays that way. I don't want people going to mess it up. Um, my family loved it. Great food, great people. And um, I couldn't – and I won a lot of football there. Won a lot of football <laughs> games, so – it was a great opportunity, a great, you know, chapter in my life, and I'm thankful that they drafted me. So with all that said, I see a cookie society in Kansas City's future. You definitely – it's a special place to us, so you're going to see one there at some point. <laughs> it's just the logistics of it, um, making sure we got our, our business in order before we – you don't want to grow too fast. That's the worst thing that you can do. So Store manager sure right here. Just... Yeah, we're making sure we do it the right way. We're going to bring it there, and we're going to make we're going to give you something else to make you fat there besides barbecue. <laughs> yeah, I try, so, to, I try to remind I try to remind people that um, in the chat at times, you know, like yeah, we definitely want to grow for sure, but trying to grow little, try not to grow fast. No, nah, no, nah. go at your own pace, man. It's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. Really, go at your pace. Don't get caught up into no matter what you're doing. Don't go and look at somebody and be like, man, I want to be there. Like that person that's at the place that you want to be at when I went through the process. Don't skip it. What is wrong with RJ? What's RJ talk about 
Yeah. RJ, <laughs> RJ got jokes so I'll flame your ass up, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> hey now. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Jeff, draft night. Are you did you throw a party? Yeah, I threw a party. I, I threw a party. So the the first night it was private. It was just you know me and my close family, because I I I kind of knew that I probably wasn't going to the first round. That's when they um they actually that was the first draft where they made the first round the first night only, and then the next night was the second third. So I knew I was going to go second day. So the second day I did a huge party, had everyone out, and um, we had a good time. Your mom didn't have to pull your girl off of you off the camera. No, no, she didn't have to pull my she didn't she didn't have to pull my girl off the camera, man. She was right by my side. Um, but you know, I've, I've been seeing some of these where you know some people be trying to take the spotlight. Man, I'm still cracking up at CD Lamb though. CD Lamb took the phone from his girl when they got camera. He's like, "What you doing?" Yeah, they're probably not together no more. <laughs> Oh, oh, you know what, Jeff? Okay, here's the question I always want to ask. You don't know where you're going. Do they how many hats do they have in front of you? Um, man, like I had I think I had like 10 hats. Really? I had I had a Kansas City hat, which is a crazy oh, interesting. crazy that story. Is do you only, want to only, know this? The only reason I had the only reason I had a Kansas City hat was because um one of my very best friends I grew up with was a huge Priest Holmes fan. And we from Chicago, like we don't know much about Kansas City, but like we football fans. So for us, Priest was that guy growing up, like back in Chicago playing Madden. So he just grew up a Priest Holmes fan for some reason, started following the Chiefs. And he's like, You gotta get a Chiefs hat, man. What if you go there? I was like, I don't know. So I got one, and um, I'm happy I did. What? Wait, they don't provide the hat for you? You have to go out and buy your own? No, I brought my own. So, like, I brought my own hat. The only hat I had that got provided to me was um, I got a, a, a Giants hat. I got a Cowboys hat. But when you do get drafted, you go down there, you get all that stuff. Like, and a lot of teams, a lot of teams, depending on the, the, the way they do things, um, New England, like New England – was in Kansas City because Scott Pioli. So the way New England does things, they're very secretive. They don't, most of the guys they draft, they never interview. If they interview you, they say, I got interviewed by New England. It's like, don't tell anybody about this. <laughs> don't tell anybody. <laughs> don't say, don't, we never met. Because they don't want anybody in a trail. But it's important because that positioning, depending on where you are in the draft, mm -hmm. like if a team has an idea that you might go get a guy that they want, they might move up or might snatch them around earlier just so you can't get them. So a lot of teams don't want you to know their move. So a lot of times, I'm, I'm sure if you talk to a lot of guys, the, the person that drafted them usually never talked to them. I think I remember Warren Thornhill said that too. I never nah, talked to the Chiefs. No, nah, they, they do this intentionally so you aren't on, on anyone's radar. They don't want teams knowing what they're going to do. Um, so I, I feel like, you know, if a team doesn't talk to you, maybe they're gonna pick you. Mm -hmm. A lot of, a lot of games going on. It's a lot of games going on. Yeah, everyone's yeah. my George Pickens pick, man. They talk it, to George. It, <laughs> right. Hey, it's chess. It's chess, not checkers. Unless you're gonna be, unless you're gonna be like a, I don't know, like a top five, top ten pick. Like that's, I think, I feel like the team that's interviewing you probably not gonna draft you. 
Yeah, so people don't put the top thirty. Don't put too much stock in the top thirty visits. No, nah, they just be fine so, guys in. Like here you right. go, come on. Come, right. I didn't get I didn't get a visit with the Chiefs. I never heard from them. I didn't know anything about their coaching staff. I didn't know who the GM was. The first time I talked to Scott Pioli was, you know, after the phone call. Wow. Mm. Yeah, so who's the, so who the, the coach then? Romeo Cornell was the coach. That was his first year being the head coach. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. I, I talked to Romeo that year. Um, and I talked to Scott and I talked to Clark Hunt. And then I talked to the media. Man, so you get the call, you're with the Chiefs, you celebrate. Yeah. What's that process look like after the celebration's over? Oh, I was on a flight the first thing in the morning. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah, so like it's a quick turnaround. And like, enjoy this moment. You got a flight at 8 a.m. So I was there. I was in Kansas City the next morning, uh, meeting with the coaching staff, uh, talked to the media for a little bit, got a playbook. Um, they gave me the itinerary to schedule, like, hey, this is what we expect from you. Now with the strength coach, he gave me the strength program. He's like, hey, this is the things you need to be getting ready for, you know, for conditioning. And we'll see you at rookie minicamp. So you really don't get a lot of time to enjoy it. Enjoy no. it. No, man, it's it's not much time at all. I mean, you, I had that one night and then I went to Kansas City. You come back, you can talk to family and friends and have a good time a little bit. But you're so laser focused, especially me. I was like, man, don't fuck this up. It's your moment. It's your opportunity. Even after getting drafted, it was like, I didn't make it. I never felt like I made it. I was like, okay, I got drafted. Now I got to go out there and prove I was worth this pick. You know, I put a lot of pressure on myself. So um, it was all work from there. It was like, I got to make sure I'm doing what I need to do to be prepared. Hey Jeff, you think that's why you think that's why a lot of guys hit that rookie wall? Oh, without a doubt. That's why I keep telling you it's mental. Like you talk, guys are the best of the best. You think guys go from college to the NFL and forget how to play football? You, you think they physically forget how to play football? No. Guys are guys are physically still good. It's the mental shit that gets you. Either it's something that's off the field that you're dealing with, you come into a bunch of money, people pulling on you, people asking you for things, you don't know how to deal with that. Um, you make a bunch of money, you can become complacent. You're like, oh, I'm good now. I made it. You know, all I want to make the money out of this, I'm straight now. Um, there's a lot of different um, variables and factors to, you know, why a guy's successful now. That's why they spend a lot of time figuring out your mental makeup because they know, like, down to a T, if you have these characteristics, you're more than likely going to be able to, you know, sustain and have a good career. But if you show these red flags, Ain't no fucking way you're gonna be a good football player in the NFL because there's too many, there's too many things that can distract you. There's too many mental things that you have to overcome um, to just get to the field and play well. Listen, so like, so that's that 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 applies to all sports, really. The mental. That's all. Yeah, that's all sports. It's mental. So yeah, but yeah, man, but yeah, Jeff. Listen, man, like eight year NFL career. I mean, that's that's pretty damn good, man. So you yeah, should be nah, pretty proud of yourself. I'm good, man. I'm happy, man. I, I won some football games. I made some money. Um, I came out relatively healthy. And I did it my way, to be honest with you, man. I could still be playing if I want to right now. That's the God's <laughs> honest truth. Um, but I walked away I walked away from football under my terms. Like, I really did. I, I chose. And that, feels, that makes it feel even better. A lot of guys um, don't get the opportunity to continue to play. Those phones, the phones stop ringing and they ultimately have to decide to quit that way. But for me, man, I still was getting calls. I was still getting calls like damn near two years after I, I was cut by the Chiefs. I just was like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want to play anymore. So I knew what did was next ever, for me. 
Did you ever have that itch or was it like nah, all the nah, time? Okay. No, all I'm the good. time. Like I'd be lying if I didn't. Um, I mean, it's what I've done my whole life. I'm competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I missed the game day, but what I didn't miss was all the bullshit in between. <laughs> um, I didn't miss, I didn't miss preparing like I used to. And the second you stop loving the process, that's when you need to be done because you can hurt somebody or get yourself hurt really bad. And I didn't want to take, I, I didn't want to take someone else's opportunity just because I wanted to make some more money or hang on longer than I wanted to. Hey, Jeff, can I tell this story? Go ahead. Can I tell the story? So me and Jeff, I think I think I tweeted, welcome to Kansas City, like when he first got there. And we kind of like DM, like back and forth, all from rookie year, his entire career, actually. Uh, when Jeff was in Houston, I kept saying, bring Jeff back, bring Jeff back, bring Jeff back. And then Jeff said, Dude, I'm coming back. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop this. Hey, you good? Bro. Chill, chill. That's funny. I was like, yo, you coming back? He was like, I'm coming back, bro. Chill, chill. <laughs> you know, man, I, I'm happy I came back. Like, it's one of those too, things like, that where you were, I was at a point in my career where I was like, I just want to win football games and be happy while I do it. So I knew what I had in Kansas City. I had other opportunities elsewhere, um, you know, better money, better role, all that type of stuff. I was like, nah, they got Patrick Mahomes over there. <laughs> they got a really good, <laughs> they got a really good football team. They got a really good coaching staff. I like the community. Um, this is the place that I need to be. So I'm happy I made that decision. I'm happy I listened to God, um, that I listened to my wife and my family and everybody around me, and I made the decision that was best for me. And country <laughs> too, man. And country too. <laughs> um so man we we really literally just talked about this but we're gonna go over it again who's the guys you like in this draft me i like um pickens i love pickens i know you talk about how how much of a dog he is i like him a lot um i'm gonna go with um what's his name Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get my phone. I don't want to mess up no names. I got it right here. <laughs> yeah, uh, you have the rough. The country have the rough time with names. Nah, right? nah. Man, I, I, I'm tough. With, I'm I'm terrible with names. I, know. I still can't Boop. get Jameson. It's, Jameson it's Williams. I, I still can't get his name right, bro. It's Booth. Booth from Clemson. That's oh, one my, that's one of my yeah, guys Booth. too. Corner from Clemson. Um, yeah. Don't ask like, me no names. <laughs> Gordon from Washington. Um. But who knows? I don't know where we're going to go. I know we need a pass rusher. I keep saying that, but, like, I don't know exactly how we're going to get an impactful pass rusher in the draft without moving up, you know, in the top ten. <laughs> so, Jeff, um, you you a guard tackle. You O-lineman. Any O-lineman that you like? Have you looked at any of these guys? Yeah, but these guys are going high. So, like, a lot of these guys are down here training in Dallas. You know, my old trainer, Duke Mannyweather. But he, I mean, he's big time now. Shout out to Duke. Duke only takes first round guys now, man. He's Hollywood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, now. I'm joking. Nah, he, but he's the guy. He's the guy. So I don't think we're gonna draft the offensive lineman in the first round. Outside of like the top guys, I don't know too much about the depth of the offensive line draft. I do know the receiver draft is really deep, um, but I don't know much about the draft. I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I'm an expert like some of these guys that be on TV lying and stuff. So um, I know the guys that I know. I like the guys that I like. And 
Man, leave leave Mel Kuyper alone, man. <laughs> nah, you you know you know who it was that was that was worse. Um, uh oh, uh-uh. he was the Raiders GM. Oh, okay, I know it is. May I? I ain't gonna say oh, his yeah, name. I, I ain't gonna say. Okay. His name. <laughs> I ain't gonna say. No, I ain't gonna say his name. Kendrick's <laughs> got it covered. The one name he doesn't mess up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, 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 but surprisingly, like, I, I thought that, um, hold on, I got some feedback here. I thought that um, he was going to fuck it up for the Raiders as far as drafting, but he did a decent job. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't, it wasn't um, terrible. I, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Now, um, I want to go back to an earlier question um, in the chat. Um, I know Kyle had mentioned uh, about the right tackle position currently with the Chiefs. Um, I mean, how do you currently feel that feel that? Feel about that position right now, or do you think the Chiefs could add some depth during the draft in the later rounds? Yeah, they're going to definitely draft it. They're going to draft an offensive lineman. Um, I know the way Andy Reid rolls. Um, he's probably going to, especially later in the draft, he's going to try to get a versatile guy, a guy that can play multiple positions, that could be a swing tackle type guy. Um, I do think Andrew Wiley is going to be the starter. I do think he does a good job for you know where he is in his career, and he holds up really well. Um, I don't know Lucas Dang where he is health wise. I know that the patella tendon, you know, takes a bit to to recover from. So, you know, I'm hoping for the best. I do think he has a really bright future. You know, maybe the team tries to find a guy later, you know, later in the draft to, you know, hopefully wait for him. Um, but who knows what they'll do? Yeah, K Mays. I never heard of this guy. Um K Mays. You familiar with K Mays? Man, let me look. Let me Google. Give me one second. <laughs> I know K. K Mays. K Mays. I didn't know you know names. Duke Mayweather though. Yeah, Duke. Duke was um. I've been trying tra- to get Duke on the show, baby. Nah, I started training with Duke back in you know right after my rookie year. I, was, I went down to Arizona. I was training with the Charles Bentley, and Duke used Eastern to work Tennessee. Alongside, work alongside with him, and that was the guy that was the head of my group every day. And I followed him down here to Dallas because I, I ended up moving here. So he's right down the road from me. And that's who I was training with, you know, for the last six years. Okay. RJ giving us some notes here. All right. We're going to have to look at this. He said film, he was from man. Tennessee. He's from Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to look at this film, man. Only guy I know from Tennessee is Matthew Butler, a D tackle <laughs> in the late round. I've been right. mocking a lot. Right. So I, I, got, I got a question for y'all. I talked to country already. And this is for Kylie and Bat. Good luck, Chuck. My bad. This is for y'all. <laughs> what pass rusher do y'all like the most that we that we so, have an opportunity to get? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Kylie. You first. Ladies first. Okay. So I really like Boy Mafe. I think we do have the potential to get him because I think he could fall to 29 or 30. However, if we were to draft up, I really like Jermaine or to trade up, I would like to Jermaine Johnson. Those are my two. Okay. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, since I know for a fact we're not going to have a shot at Kayvon, um, yeah, Jermaine Johnson has been my target. Uh, that's pretty much been the sweet spot for me um, as far as pass rusher. Uh, Boy, at my feet, he's cool. I mean, I like him. Um, another another pass rusher that could be like a sleeper. Um, I know Sean Smith has put us onto this guy. But I like what I saw. Uh, Kyron Johnson, if he's there, like, in the, let's say, seventh round or sixth round of Kansas, 
that would, that would be a steal for for the future. So so we so we got twelve picks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? We package some of these up and move up in the first round, or you think we we try to get some extra second, third round picks? I, I like I need to trade up, man. Um, I feel like we just need that impact pass rusher, man. Like it's nothing against the guys that's on the roster currently, but I just can't run it back with the same defensive line. I can't. No, nah, man. It's it's just no, being honest, man. It's not. It's not. Um, I mean, I play with a lot of these guys, and it's not like a knock against them, but it only helps. The more talent you add, the easier it makes everyone's job. Now, now um, there's more one on ones across the board if you can get an impact guy. You know, Chris isn't able to get doubled as much. I mean, you see, I mean, he's been in the playoffs a bunch. And when you get in the playoffs, guys game plan a little bit more and it's, the attention was focused toward him a lot. So he's he's getting doubled and, you know, they're quick passing game and, and they're not able to get home. But if you can get another guy and add him to the mix, it's going to make everybody better. Because, man, you saw what yeah. Michael Parsons did to that Dallas defense. Exactly. Man. It was a huge turnaround. Listen, listen, it's not, a, it's not a mistake that Diggs had the year that he had. Like right. it, 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 it marries up when you got a guy that can get after the passer that could, he ain't even got to get there. Sometimes, you know, he's on the downfield. You got to get the ball out like that. That gets in the quarterback. Hey, you get after him early or he's showing off film consistently that he's getting there. You go into the game plan knowing I got to get the ball out and DBs on your team know that, you know, there's going to be a lot of three-step drop. You don't got to worry about deep routes and got to worry about double moves. You know, you can jump some routes. That's only going to help the defense. So, we need some guys that can get after the quarterback that can make them scared. Definitely. I re- I mean, I really like Perry and Winfrey too. That's a, go, like, that's a name. Right yeah. I ain't going to try to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Country about to mess it up. Uh, the kid from Oklahoma. Look, the, the kid, kid from, from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> it's another uh, defensive uh, I like Travis Jones from uh, UConn. Yeah, he's a defensive tackle. Uh, you can't go wrong with anybody from Georgia at this point. And everybody from Georgia, I want. I really want to draft everybody from Georgia. I just want that entire defense on my team. But of course, that's impossible. But we can get a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I just know if we trade up, it better not be for a wide receiver. Like, I, I agree. We we talked about this on, on on my show earlier. I feel like we're really overreacting on the receiver front. Like I I don't feel like I know it's it is a need. Don't get me wrong, but people yeah. are making this out to be a bigger than what it is. It's not like we're not getting Tyreek back. We're not going to replace his production. Like we're gonna have to roll with what we got and hopefully get a guy we can throw in the mix. But you ain't gonna get impact like that again, <laughs> not for a long time. So they got to figure <laughs> out the, they got to figure out it offensively. The, the new game plan and what they're going to do. And it helps that we got the best quarterback in football because they're, they're still going to be one of the best offenses. Right. Because right. I feel like um, Jameson Williams, he is a special player and all that. But the way this wide receiver class is, this class is so deep. I'm like, yeah, you can get a lot of guys later rounds. You can get a lot of guys. I mean, I would like Williams just from the speed element and his playmaking ability, but he's going to go, he's still going to go high, even with the injury. And I hear, you can already hear it with some of the speculation, him being ready as soon as training camp. So guys are going to be ready to take him early. Okay. So V says don't believe anything. It. Okay, here's my theory. I think agents, media, and players are using 
the Chiefs are interested in me to boost themselves. Do you think that's possible? Do you think people use it like that? That oh, yeah, if 100%. I say the Chiefs, one hundred percent. I wouldn't even just say. I would take it as far as like everybody uses everyone. It ain't just the Chiefs. They use each other. You got teams leaking information for their benefit. You got agents leaking information. You got players. They're all leaking information, you know, for their benefit to make them look better, um, to pit one another against each other, whether it be to, you know, drive up an axing price in free agency or get a team to, you know, draft you earlier than they thought they had to. Um, so the media, yeah, I wouldn't believe everything you hear. It's it's all people that are friends and acting favors. <laughs> I, I agree with that. It's a business. It's a business at the end of the day. Be, be, because when have you ever, when has it been leaked what the Chiefs are going to do ever? Like, exactly. that, that's not how they operate. So yeah. why would they be letting loose, okay, we're interested in Jameson Williams. We're interested in, we're interested in Chris Olave. Like, just, they wouldn't let that out like that. They don't do that. Uh, or they might do it just to throw you off the trail. Like, I mean, it's no different than, you know, a team not interviewing a guy and, and never talking to him and drafting him. They'll tell the media all day long, hey, this is this is what we're leaning toward. So every other team can feed into it and they can get somebody, you know, that you weren't even thinking about. So as much, as much prep and anticipation that goes into talking to a guy and having them in for a visit – if you're trying to throw someone off your trail, like, do you think there's any concern coming from the team or the front office that they haven't had a conversation? Or I'm sure they've had, had conversations, but haven't had them in. Any concern from the team? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, they they've talked. They may not have directly spoken to the guy, but they know everything about you. Like, <laughs> they know right. every damn thing. It's like the FBI. So they they talk to. You know, they go to these schools year round. I mean, you got the scouts in the building. They're talking to, you know, your coaches. They're talking to your strength coach. Hell, sometimes they may even talk to the academic advisor. They're talking to everyone and getting as much information about you as possible. Um, so when you go in these meetings, they're asking these questions. Half the time they know the answer. They're just trying to see, you know, what your character's like. Um, they'll ask you tough questions like, you know, what happened on this play when you fucked up or if you made a mistake off the field, if you got arrested, you know, what were you thinking? Um, something from your past that didn't even have anything to do with you that may be family related that might strike a nerve. They, they might ask that. So they're just trying to figure out what type of person you are. Did, did they ask you any questions that they kind of got under your skin a little bit? No, I didn't have any questions. Well, I, I kind of, so I had a, um, I had like um, an uncle that had an armed robbery back when I was in college and they asked me about that and, and um, you know, how to affect, affect me. Not on a like, you know, this is who you are. It was like, you know, how'd you persevere through that? How did it affect you mentally and that type of stuff? More so, it was more so a question asking me, you know, because that was my father figure. How did you overcome that? We want to figure out your way of thinking. Because if you can overcome something like that, like you got some grit to you, you got some type of toughness that, mental toughness or fortitude that, you know, will make you a good football player in the National Football League. Yep. So, wow. um, I wanna I wanna go back to this question here, um, because I, I don't think it was I don't think Brad Beach would do this, but um let's say if you was in Brad Beach's shoes, like would you consider looking at uh defensive backs early on with uh Elam and Scene or Hill and Scene or would I um maybe but I, I'm like I'm I'm pass rush all day, man. Like we need a pass rusher. Like I'm not 
I'm gonna text Beach right now. Draft a fucking pass rusher, please. <laughs> please do. Please, please do. <laughs> please, please draft a pass rusher. I don't. I don't care what Pat tells you. Draft a pass rusher. Right. I would say let's get two. Pass yeah, rushers. let's get let's get let's get two. Let's get as much competition in that room as possible. It's only gonna make everyone better, and it's gonna make the defensive backs better. It's gonna make the um, defensive line better. Um, it's gonna get the ball back to this offense. It's gonna make the team better. So let's do that. Man, I just thought about it. You really, you really could just take text Brett Beach right now, couldn't you? Yeah, man, I, I'm not gonna flex. Nah. He might not hit me back though. It's been a minute. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, listen, I have a, I have a few ideas if you want them. <laughs> and then you can just text him and say it's from you. Nah, man, I might get a text back. Don't tell me how to do my damn job. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> hey. I, I would I would like play him because I would text him about horse racing because he loves horse racing. Get him to respond and then throw it in there. Pickings at thirty. Man, you, you're a very you're a very calculated thinker. I like that strategy. Yes, sir. Yes, so, man. Oh man. So Jeff really just took us through the biggest job interview of all time, man. It just I, I'm I'm actually amazed, bro. Like because. All that stuff you went through just to, it's, man, yeah, just to get just to get an opportunity to get drafted, not knowing where you're gonna go. Um, but I would say, like, I'm thankful that I was able to withstand all that, and I, I earned the the opportunity. Um, a lot of people say, like, man, you were given this; it's a privilege. That's that's halfway true. It wasn't given; it was earned. Like, you go through a lot of crap to get to that point. Um, it is a privilege in some sort, but it's the biggest opportunity of your lifetime because, like, there's a lot of people that want this opportunity. Um, but you got to earn it every single day. It's not easy. It's before you get drafted. It's after you get drafted. It is a competitive sport. It's a competitive job. That's why they have a draft every year. That's why there's free agency. They're looking to replace you if they can every single year. So um, you mentally have to be strong, and you got to be a professional. So I'm happy I lasted as long as I did. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you still cool with the guys you were drafted with or or drafted in your class? You still cool with a lot of yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got some of these guys on my wall, man, back here. Yeah, you do got a nice wall. Got my yeah. boy Beecham right there, who was my um, combine roommate. He's still playing with the Cardinals right now. Donald Stevenson was my draft yeah, mate, my buddy with the Kansas City Chiefs, one of my good friends still. Um, Wendy, Mer Wendy Merciless, a college teammate of mine, first-round pick, just retired this year. Congratulations. So, um, I mean, we all stay in touch. It's a brotherhood. Like, we all root for one another. Um, we all pray for each other's health. Um, and we all root for one another and make sure that, you know, we're doing the things we need to do, whether it be being a good father, good husband, um, you know, bouncing ideas off one another from business perspectives. So it's a good brotherhood to have. Yeah. Who's pounding the door for Merciless to uh, come over and help us out? Who was? Listen, man. That's that's a whole different conversation, man. Um, yeah. I ain't gonna give away yes, no secret. I ain't gonna give away no secret information, but it's a couple guys on this wall that should have been Chiefs this year that were really close to being Chiefs. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You definitely try to put in the word, then. I assume. <laughs> <laughs> the boy ain't lying. On that right there. <laughs> <laughs> He's not lying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Anyway, talk about talk about leaking information though. Like, 
It's a, right. <laughs> it's a bombshell. This some team leaked information about a guy saying they were gonna release him and they ended up trading him when they heard he was going to the Chiefs. Oh <laughs> man. That's, hey, a, that that's, a, that's the power of the media, man. It's awesome, right? Right. Ooh, let that marinate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, Jeff, man, you know, um, I don't even think we ever met in real life. We have one time, man. It was a long time ago. It was a while ago. You don't remember, okay. see? You talk about, I made the joke about remembering stuff, but you don't remember. We met at um, by Union Station. It was at an event, a Ninja Warrior. Oh, yeah, that, was, that, is. that was a long time ago. They were you remember you know Ninja Warrior the show? Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah. they did they filmed in Kansas City a while ago and I went to the taping and I ran into the country. What? Wow. Country that, is Randall. that is Randall. <laughs> oh man. I'm a terrible friend. But okay, to man. the contrary, Jeff has been a wonderful friend, a wonderful guy, a, a good guy to bounce ideas off. He, he listened to this idea about doing a podcast for me Listen. probably a year before it even actually got the rolling and stuff. He was always down, always supported. Uh, he had a wonderful career. He came back home. He got that ring that I that I knew he deserved. Thanks. And I'm proud of you, bro. I'm proud of your wife, man. She's beautiful. And, Appreciate and the cookies are delicious. I got to get like, y'all some. I'm gonna I'm I'm send y'all some. I'm gonna send y'all some more, man. I'm gonna always root for you guys. Like for real, anything you need, man. You know, you can hit my line. Just let me know you got some ideas to bounce off, bounce off me. You know, I'm always gonna keep it real. I'm always gonna keep it real with you. You might not like what I say sometimes, but it's always from a good place. You feel me? Definitely. I'm gonna speed down. He's talking about he's gonna hit my line. He didn't hit my line when he went to Cancun last week. Oh man. <laughs> hey man, look the way my bank account <laughs> works now. I'm not in the league no more. I don't get those checks. <laughs> Calls you right out. Calls yeah, you yeah. Right. He's talking about calling uh-huh. me out, man. No, that's, my that's my dog, man. That's my dog. So, <laughs> so you have an opportunity to sit down with these guys going into the draft. What kind of advice are you giving them? And stay the course. Um, yeah. Never forget your why. Like, we all have different reasons on why, you know, we want to be professional football players. For me, it was just coming from the environment I was in, wanting a better a better life, not just for me, but for my immediate family, like my mom and my sisters. Um, and so that was my why. But then um, understanding when you do get that opportunity, whether you draft it high or low, when you do get some type of money, that don't let it become, don't let it, don't let it, don't let it make you, don't become complacent. Like it's more than just about money. Like it's about, you know, you know, being a professional is about being the best at your craft um, while making money too. You know, that's that's a great part of it. I'm not gonna lie to you, but like, it's more than that. Like, you gotta take pride in what you do. Like, you really do. Um, because if you don't, you're gonna be out the league. I mean, the average career is two years. That's not by mistake. Um, it, that's real data. Um, and it's just because guys aren't doing what they're supposed to do, and that windows it's it's a lot smaller than you think. The opportunity can go right by you. You can be a first round pick. You can be undrafted. If you don't do what you're supposed to do, you'll be up out of there real fast. So take it serious. Um, focus in. It's only a short period in your life. Just make those sacrifices. Damn. I feel inspired. For sure. Amen. Definitely, man. Make those sacrifices so you can 
you can be good. Your kids can be good. Their kids, all that type of stuff, man. It's it's, it's really that simple, man. I, I I had a coach named Steve Smith. He was the assistant offensive line coach my rookie season, and my rookie year, country was there. Like I had some moments. Like I played really well, but every game I would have like one or two plays where it'd be a, a fuck up. Like it'd be something that was bad. And I just remember him telling me. He said, "Look, man, you gotta look at your career as if you have a lottery ticket." He said, "You got this lottery ticket." And if you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to be able to cash it in in three or four years. If you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to be able to cash it in three or four years. But if you don't, you just threw it away. Like, you, you got it right in your hand. Don't lose it. So um, let's look. And that, that really changed my perspective. Like, damn, I really do have this opportunity in front of me, you know, that I can cash in on uh, and change a bunch of people's lives if I just, you know, be a pro. That's it. Just do what I'm supposed to You know how to play football. Like, that's the easy part, but mentally you got to figure all of it out. Yep, like you mentioned earlier, it's about the it's about the other stuff you got to handle. Yep, you know, basically off the field. So definitely some solid advice, man. Yeah, that's deep, bro. That's deep. We love you, Jeff. That's all, all right, we got, man. buddy, man. Appreciate you guys, man. I see you got the reasonable doubt back there. You got the you got the you got the shot. You really want to. You want to be from Chicago. I know Jay-Z from New York, but you, you got Chicago vibe, man. I like it. I kept my hat straight. I didn't want to, I didn't want to let nobody know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Speaking of Chicago, let's speaking of Chicago, oh! um, our good friend Kylie's going on a trip this week. For uh, her birthday. Happy birthday. For, to, to Chicago? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Heading there this weekend. Have you been there before? I've been once, but um, – I didn't get to do – I was only there for a few days, so I feel like right. there's so much to see and do and I eat. May, I may be biased, but Chicago's the best city in the world in the summer and spring. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to get into. You can't go wrong. And for me, being a bigger guy, like if you want any food suggestions, I got you. I want all the food suggestions. I, That's I, exactly I, why we're going. I, I <laughs> we're got going you. Go, go get you a burger. If you like burgers, the best burger in the world is Al if there's anybody who's listening in the comment section that's been there, can vouch for me. Um, if you want pizza, I mean, we do deep dish, but it's more like a tourist thing in Chicago. But if you're going to do deep dish, do Luminati's and get the butter crust. Luminati's and get the butter, butter? crust. Butter crust. Same it, thing you told me. <laughs> it, it is amazing. Um, I mean, you want like a little hole in wall joint, go to Harold's Chicken, get you a six piece. Salt, uh, yeah, put on the heroes. Salt, salt and pepper, put some mild sauce on there. You're gonna, <laughs> it's going to change your life. You want to go sit okay. somewhere nice. I mean, there's a ton of nice options. I mean, you could go to, um, I would probably go to like, um, I mean, you got Steak 48 that's there. It's pretty damn good. It's a steakhouse. Yeah, we want her to come back, Jeff. Listen, she's going to want to come back. You ain't going to want to live there. Like, I, I'm from Chicago, but I don't want to live there no more. I just want to visit. Um, yeah. I love it to death, but it's it's a little bit too much for me right now. And then where I'm at, yeah, I'm it's like, beautiful, though. It's a great, it's a, it is beautiful. It's a great place. It's a great place for sure. But um, there's a lot of options. You're going to have fun. I'm happy for you. <laughs> All right. Well, Luminati's and Harold's. I feel like now I got to go to both those places. Luminati's and Harold's Chicken. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna tell you how to order as a Chicago one. Go in there because they're gonna you gonna walk in there and gonna say what you want. It's like going to Gates. <laughs> what you want? So you gotta act like you're from there so you don't get like the pressure. The side. 
So say you want a six-piece fried heart, salt and pepper mild sauce. I know you're like, damn, fried heart. Why would you fry chicken heart? It's already fried. But fried, extra fried heart. This yeah, people, people got to know the difference. People got yeah. to know the difference. <laughs> you got to know the difference. And in Chicago, spaghetti is a side. So don't get freaked out by it. What? I love spaghetti. It's a side, though. Like, it's a side dish. So we do, like, catfish and spaghetti. You go to restaurants, you know how, like, French fries are a side. Spaghetti is, like, a side. So, oh, Kyle. Kyle's the freaking man. Portillo's. Go to Portillo's. I've been there, actually. I'm so mad I, I didn't it. mention that. Yes, go to Portillo's and get an Italian beef dipped. Get some sweet peppers on there, some cheese. Oh my gosh. You're going to gain about 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, my mouth is watering. I haven't eaten dinner yet. So yeah. um, I want all these things sound delicious. Yeah. Man, I am going to gain about 20 pounds, but it'll be worth it, right? And I'll be one of I got to get up to Kansas City soon. I might be there this weekend. We'll see what my schedule is like. Yay! Mm, okay. Running to my dog. I definitely gotta get some barbecue, and then I can get you lunch, country. You know, because you were so pivotal in my career, and you made it, man. So <laughs> <laughs> give country a moment. Good job. Yeah. This is for country. <laughs> Country that dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and, and I thought uh, me and Donald Peterson had the same type of relationship. He was like, man, I don't like talking, man. I ain't coming on no podcast. Oh, don't, that's Don, man. Don been the same, man. I love him to death, man. Shout out to Don, man. man. He's he <laughs> the most consistent person I've ever met. Hey, oh, I'll make sure you get that word. We got to chop that clip up and send it to him personally. Definitely. <laughs> Yo, All right, I gotta man. know. I gotta know real quick before you leave, because you said you might come and get some barbecue. What's your go-to? Mm. On a spot like that, like this is like that's tough. I mean, it depends on what I want. Like, you gotta ask right. me like if I'm getting ribs, where I'm gonna go. If See, I'm getting that's burn a true ends, Kansas where I'm gonna go. Yeah. If I'm getting sides, where are you gonna go? Like, everyone do something different. Like, it, it's all good. Um, if I'm sitting down, where I'm gonna go? I know for sure, like, if I'm going to do, like, I like Gates for sure. Like, I, if I'm going quick, I'm going to do Gates. But if I'm going sitting down, I'm going to Q39. If I just want to get ribs, I'm going to Slaps in Kansas City, Kansas. Oh. Of, yeah. I have not been to Slaps They yet. do. They probably do pork better than anybody in the city. I've only had it a couple times, so, like, I guess I can't stand on that too much. But the moments that I went, it was amazing. But like I went, I've been, I've gone to Gates so much. Look, yeah, in. Relax. Listen, Jackstar got good, got good beans. Like they don't sponsor me, cuz. <laughs> 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 <Okay. laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I like I like, like Jack Stack, man. They, they, and and they got the um the internet barbecue on lock. They they ship nationwide. Yeah, they do. Check them, check yeah. them out, man. Shout out! Oh, man, let me yeah. get off here for y'all. Make me get in trouble, man. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Hey, man. We love you, bro. Hey, we we definitely gonna check back in with you after the draft. Uh, when we go get a whole bunch of defensive guys that you love. Uh. Like, subscribe, um, uh, the draft. Like, we're going to be everywhere. So, I'm going to be on CBS Live. Chuck's going to be at the actual draft party. 
we might go down the Kingdom Grill. Hopefully, Jeff come in town. We see him. I might do some things with Kyle. I'm, I'm pulling up. It's confirmed. I'm pulling up. Let's go. Hey, oh, pulling up. Hey, I'm pulling up. Hey, and we dog. out. Take meet me at Kingdom. There, meet me at Kingdom Grill. Yeah, yeah, Kingdom Grill. That I'll let you guys. <laughs> Take us out, Chuck. All right, bye. All right, y'all. Don't forget to like, Peace subscribe, Jeff. comment, and share all your social media platforms. Till the next episode, <laughs> we out of here, people. <laughs> oh man, that was a bang.